Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Let's go. Zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap. Protect your peace, protect your energy. Welcome back to another ZTP Zen Trap Perspective. I'm one of your two hosts, Zen P. I'm Yogi LG. And today we got an amazing book review for you today it's a Yogi slapper. lg what book we got today we have by by the great rick ross we have the perfect day to boss up a hustler's guide to building your empire and rick ross does this book uh with neil martinez belkin belkin i think i'm saying that right yeah so who would you recommend this book to off the rip if you are looking for some motivation, this is the book you need to read right here. This changed. I was motivated. I got done reading. It was like, oh, I'm, I'm about to boss up. I'm about to be different. Boss up. I'm about to be different. Um, so definitely if you're looking for some motivation, um, if you're in a pandemic slump, like you, mm. you've been in the pandemic, sure. you kind of just been lulling along because everything been shut down and everything back open. He's showing you how he was grinding when it was it was real you know pandemic life so okay. definitely something uh okay. on that way motivated sure. mo- people looking for motivation pandemic yep. slumped people for sure okay i yeah. can feel that what about you who do you recommend it to i would of course say the same people as you i would recommend this to people uh almost opposite same thing you're saying just using the other word unmotivated people of course sitting in that slump so that same caliber of people i would also recommend this to anybody uh, if you're looking for a book to start, I think we talked about that for a minute. A good book that I would say to start in your self-aware journey, I would recommend this one. I know he has another book, Hurricanes, that I have not read, but this one was a good read if you're looking for a good beginning book to talk about almost a little bit of self-awareness or grinding and figuring out what your goals are. Great book, great starter book. Highly recommend it. Anybody looking for a start into evaluating your life and figuring out how to set your goals and stuff like that, if you need... A, a nice jump starter. Absolutely. This one. I agree 100% for sure. All right. So um, how would you describe this this book to somebody who hasn't read it? I would say this book is, and again, just to, to hit on the people that's looking for motivation, this book gives you motivation. It gives you like guidelines and steps to evaluate your life based on how Rick Ross lives his life. So he does a good job of explaining techniques and things that he's used, uh, maybe even mistakes he's seen other people make. So it's just a good guideline in trying to show it with real life examples on what he's done, how he's learned, still in broad enough terms that you could try and apply it to your life for anything that you got going on. Absolutely. What about you? Um, I think, honestly, it is a summary of his life kind of during the pandemic and then he talks about all his business ventures that was bringing him bread. Right. So he's just showing you how he eating and how he initiated things and started things up. Being that, oh, I got quiet time. Or I got time to think. Or I got a free, you know, I got a free space with and time to do whatever I want to do. What am I going to do? And he just starts acting on that. And then he's just basically giving you the game. Like, to me, he was giving the game. Giving the game For out. For sure. For a small price. For <laughs> whatever this book costs. Nineteen ninety nine. It's so the hardback. My favorite part. What's your favorite bar? 
Favorite Oof. bars. It's so many bars in this book. I'm going to go to probably my my favorite bar. And I'm going to tell you about the, the punchline. And I'm going to go back a little bit. Um, basically says, sometimes the heaviest tank on the battlefield moves the slowest. And what he was saying is people get confused and think that hustling hard means moving fast. You don't necessarily need to move fast. You need to move correctly. And that's that's just the the same as you playing chess, not checkers, right? You know what I'm saying? But he even, I think in a book somewhere he says, sometimes you got to play checkers. But, yeah, you got to look at long game and play chess. But him saying that the, the tank on the battlefield sometimes moves the slowest, but it's the most powerful because it's moving correctly. It's moving the right way. So that was one of my favorite bars. That's deep. You? That's deep, like, imagery and stuff, too. Yeah. I'm trying to find it because I want to read it, and surprisingly – my favorite bar, because this was really my favorite, I found it, but it's not one that I would say is of this book, so I'll do a second one, actually, mm-hmm. of the book, but in the beginning of chapter six, it's a Nipsey Hussle quote, I taught all my niggas how to fish, some caught more than others, some say they'd rather be fed, some passed me up in the process, but at the end of it all, I knew I ain't hide the game for my people, and I'm real for that. And that's on God. Nipsey, my guy, too. Nipsey. So I thought that was a great lead into that chapter six about I, teamwork makes the dream work. I so. got a little segue. It's going to be way thing, off subject. Do your thing. How long do you point? think Lauren London can be single? Like, how long is it going to be before somebody gets to scoop her up? I'll tell you right now, out of all the segues I thought you were going to do, <laughs> and I have some random stuff in my head. I did not think he was going to take Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I just want to know. Yeah, I want to know. What's your answer? I mean, I'm asking you. I know you're asking. I'm asking you what's your answer. Clearly, you don't thought uh, about this. Yeah, I done thought about it. I think it's time. What did he pass in 2018? It's been four years. Yeah, this nigga time. just sit here and give Nipsey it's the t- utmost claim. And then <laughs> hey, the I love breath. Nipsey. Nipsey, my guy. Yeah, that don't mean his- Nipsey, we gonna keep. <laughs> Nipsey, I know y'all was like this. The marathon like, continues, but so does it no. for Lauren. <laughs> for real, she need a good man. Or somebody, I ain't going to say, man, she needs a good person in her life. Somebody to support her. Like, she deserved that. After, like, man, her and Nipsey, I thought they was going to go all the way. I was definitely pro them. Like, I was. You was pro them. Yeah, I was. A, yes. I was a supporter of Nipsey. It'd be your day one. So at least gone. Day I'm just one. asking. Because hey, it's eventually. Been three years. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I know Nipsey was good. I think I could feel that boy. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. So I don't think sound that. like. I don't think I, that. I have no clue how long. You don't have a time estimate or nothing? Like what's I think everybody's timetable is different. Normal. Everybody's a tank, right? Everybody, Every, everybody's uh, time got speed. Okay, yeah. Somebody's husband can die the next day. It's they cool. popping You're out. You're going to cop out on it. It's cool. What's really cool. copping out? You asked you me wanna, for her You don't want to give an answer. I'm not as invested as you, clearly. Nah, it's cool. It's cool. All right, man. What you got? Uh, what's, what's your next bar? Yeah, shout out to Nipsey. Shout out to Nipsey, man. R.I.P., dog. Uh, it's on you. I, th- I thought we could. Like, All right, he got one that's, that's just. I think everybody done heard this before, but he said it, and I wanted to say it. Are you more concerned with looking successful versus being successful? Mm. And honestly, I had to think about if I think about that on a self awareness tip, like on a deeper level. Wh- why? What things do I want that are truly because I want them, versus what things do I desire because society puts it on me, like. Oh, you should wear this, or you should go to these places, or you should visit this type. You should travel like this. How you go about figuring that out, though? 
I think it's like soul searching. Difference in those. For me, it's soul searching. Which ones actually bring me joy? Which one actually makes me happy? Do I feel uh, most present? Like you know what I'm saying? What what things mm. feed me? You know what I'm saying? Like what really adds I value? I understand. I'm playing devil's advocate, like because yeah. I know a lot of people gonna feel like, no, these Jordans. <laughs> Like, no, I mean, no, sometimes they got some history, dog. These days, they. they I remember the first time somebody questioned like why I like Jordans, and it was somebody black. Like, why do you spend that much money on Jordans? And it happened to be at a time where a special Jordan was coming out, and I was super excited about it. It was the 2016 Olympics. I'm an Olympic fan. You don't know me, know that. Love the Olympics. Love Team USA. And the Olympic sevens were coming out. Number nine on the back, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? No. Gold tips on the shoestrings. I was I was pressed to get these Olympic sevens, and she was just like, "For what?" And I explained the history behind that, like, "Oh, this is when MJ was on the Dream Team, and like, this was like one of the first, like he he ended up covering up this part of his uh his uh warm up with a because they told him flag. They came. Yeah, yeah, like I'm telling her the history behind Jordan and the Olympics. As it relates to a shoe. And she was like, dang. I ain't never even know like, people cared about stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm a basketball fan. This is more than just some shoes. So, for some people, yeah, it's just what people think. Like, oh, this is what you should get. Some of them J's I got in there. Well, that's yeah. what I meant. For people like that, how yeah. like it's difficult, I'm sure. Like, how, how I guess, how would you advise? Like, you can tell the difference. Like, you know what I'm saying? How can you tell the difference in that? Or, well, like, should they reshape so- that? <laughs> Joy, like what, like what? Can or it do even goes into. I got a bar from Devil Wears Prada, right? She says in the movie, uh, this girl's like they're just clothes, and she was like, "Well, clothes are what you live your life in." So if you value it to that extent, like this is what I spend my time in, and I want those things to be high quality. It don't matter what your reason is. If that's how you feel about clothes and shoes or whatever you get, whatever your vice is, that's how I feel about it. It, you get to determine how much it really means. If you realize, like, I really don't care. I just do this because other people were like, nah, I really like these. Like, I, I I take care of them or I look at the quality of them or the comfort of them matters to me. Then you got reason. So everybody ain't got to agree with your reason. You just got to search yourself to see if you really got a reason. I feel that. And I'll I put this on YouTube while I'm still. Just, yeah, come on. How many things can you put a reason like that on at once? It's a random question. I don't think there's a limit. No limit. Yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, if I'm, if yeah, I'm like saying how, the same thing about like, shoes and yes, and, that's exactly and bags I'm and... Uh, I'm not even talking... Like, you applying that, you have that reason for how many... Like, everything in your life? Are you saying everything clothes-wise or everything, no, period? everything, period. You apply that same reason. Oh. Like, do you think that... One, do you think that's possible? And two, if you put that amount of priority and amount of joy that it gives you on that how many of those things am i asking can you like prioritize and make like i don't i don't know how many i think each person is going to be different i know i got several things that i prioritize to that level and it's because of that reason or similar reasons right so i don't think there's a limit to it um but i think you do have to be realistic on can i nurture all of these things or are all of these things feeding me for me to get that feeling of I feel like I look decent and good or whatever, right? I can probably buy some Calvin Klein. I don't need to buy Gucci. If you get that feeling with Calvin Klein, then you need to evaluate, you know what I'm saying, why am I buying Gucci? So I just think it it's going to be different for each person. Okay. 
right. What you got, man? I know you uh, got one ready. Quote for me from the actual book was, ambition isn't something another person can give you. That's a fact. It's like, you, you can't pay for ambition. You can't go get it from somewhere. I thought you can't that was even a steal it. Hard bar. Nobody can give you ambition. They can give you all the game, all the skills, all the advice, all the fishing, all the exactly game plan of what you need to do, chef, all of this stuff. Ambition is something nobody else can give you. That was definitely a bar. Um, I I like how he just put stuff in there about um, just like how he got a lot of money. He rich. But he rich in other things, too. Like, he put that in there, but he was also just talking about, like, how money ain't necessarily everything. I think he grew to that, too, though. Yes. Like, he's always had a rich mindset, but I think it's like in the same old other books of people getting to that hill. He gets to the hill of he's finally made this money, accumulated all the stuff he's kind of already thought of, and he's like, all right, well, what's next? Yeah. You got to keep reinventing yourself. For sure. He said, the best thing that money will ever buy you is some peace of mind. Financial freedom is life's greatest stress reliever. You'll never achieve it if you spend your money fast as you accumulate it. So so him just saying, like, really, when, like, people just grind in and get money, once you get there, what it it allows you is the space to think and develop and grow and pursue the things you want to pursue. Like, it ain't really just about having the money stacked in your, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hustle bank. hustle without a plan or goals and stuff yeah. is just inefficient. It's 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 productive, but it's not effective. Cause That's it's true. like, what is it eff- effective to? It's hustle with no means. Means to what? What in? Yeah, well, you gotta have. You gotta you gotta do it for something. That's for sure. I ain't gonna lie. It's it's some bars in here. I was impressed off my last book that i read from a rapper to this book you ain't gonna shit on gucci like that I'm just i did right no, no 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 right i'm not well what's your last book you read from a rapper first of all i'm asking a question which book were you talking about then i don't care to be specific right oh now. okay cool, cool cool i'm just letting you know if you were mentioning the gucci book i'm not gonna stand for that in, in my presence <laughs> first of all I'm just telling you, I'm speaking I enjoyed this book. That's what I'm talking well, about. Well, I'm saying you can enjoy this book and not shit on whatever that book was, Gucci <laughs> book you was talking hey, about. Rick Rose saying here, ain't no such thing as halfway hustlers. I have no interest in being mediocre or decent at anything. Come on now. He preaching. This is, this is some good stuff in here. I ain't going to lie. Avoid complacency. Always. You gotta that moment you start thinking you had a game all figured out, you set a ceiling for yourself. If you maintain a beginner's mindset, then you're always learning. If you always learning, then you always improving. If you wanna keep women winning, you're gonna have to find new ways to win. You can't lean on your past victories to earn the next ones. You have to look ahead for the future. I'm telling you, man, this boss talk. Boss talk for sure. Hey, do you feel like he was going in on Evander Holyfield on here, though? For y'all who don't know, Rick Ross has bought Evander Holyfield's old estate that's in Georgia. So he talks, he calls it the promised land. He talks about the promised land a lot in his book, um, which I think that's a cool name. It's a little, maybe a little blasphemous, but 
Is that what it sound like to you? Sound like Candyland, boss. Yeah, see, when I when I read The Promised Land, I immediately thought Biblical, so... It's, like, it's a cool name. I'm just saying what it yeah. sounds like to me now. Even more about that beginner's mindset. Bosses stay students. And having that beginner's mindset will take you far. This is a fast-paced world, and things are constantly changing. If you're stuck in your ways and can't learn, adapt, evolve, you're going to end up like the... I don't know what they say. Um, some kind of shark, but it's megalodon. Me- megalodon. 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 Shark extinct. You was talking about Vander Holyfield? Oh yeah, I feel like he was like bragging on him. Uh, I think like he, his business failed. No, he was, yeah. but I don't think it was anything personal to Vander yeah. Holyfield. Just no. using him as an example. Um, just like all the other people he mentioned in here as examples. I got another good bar for you. Um, and this, and for me, this one resonates, and I kind of want to chat about this a little bit. Um, <clears throat> and he's talking about, like, if you, like, try and then you don't, like, you don't succeed. So he was like, I could live with the dis- disappointment of putting my all into something and coming up short. Even if I work hard and it doesn't get the result I want, I can hold my head high knowing that I went far went after what I wanted, excuse me. So for me, I was like, I don't handle, I don't handle losing well. So sometimes I feel like that keeps me from trying. Yeah, I think that holds a lot of people back. The, I mean, just the hurt of L's. Yeah. Like some people say, like, for example, some people don't play sports just because they, just what you said, I can't. Like, I'm so competitive, I don't play games. Not even yeah. sports. I don't even play, play games. Yeah. games. I can't play cards. I can't play this. Because I'm so self-aware enough to know that if I lose, it's going to make put me in such a bad mindset and all of this that Dang. I just can't do it. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. That is tough. I ain't to that point. I'm going to still play games. I like games. Yeah, but I get what you were hitting at, that, like, yeah. it can discourage you from trying again just because you, you – because I think you and Shelby talked about that once, about, like, picking up a new hobby. You you don't even – if you know you can't be the best at it, then you don't even want to try it. Like Sometimes. Or, like, I know I'm about to trip out on being the best at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of that, Evander Holyfield, he was talking about kind of why some of his – Ventures failed, and he was basically saying, like, it's good to study the strategy of others and look at what other people are doing, but you got to make sure you're doing stuff that align with who you are. Uh, make sure you're still on your own path, one that's aligned with your authentic self and your own code of principles. So he was saying, like, Evander Holyfield is a Christian, right? And then he ended up getting a music studio and signing rappers and stuff, like, that's not about Christian. It's not Christian rap. This is regular rap. Like, that don't even align with who you are. So that venture, people ain't going to come to you for that, right? So just making sure your goals kind of align with who your core self are, you know, what you enjoy doing. Yeah, I feel that. And I think to play both sides of it, like, it's not even saying that you can't get a record label and sign rappers and stuff. It's just saying your marketing strategy around it, of making you almost the face of it, doesn't align. So it's not really... Because you can be interested in rap, be a Christian and all of that, and want to have your own record label and be into all of that. 
but it's gonna be a hard transition is all i'm saying yeah like, it's not because he brand. was a boxer your marketing brand your stuff is all around boxing in your boxing career you're not doing no rapping and stuff you're not showing your love for Rap. So, and again, I don't know this about him, Vander Holyfield. I don't know a lot about Vander Holyfield. So, I don't even know this to be really? true or not. Yeah. I don't know about Vander Holyfield is what everybody else knows. They know he a Christian. He he used to put scriptures on the back of his, I, his that's not. I think you're a boxing fan. Oh. I don't know. Maybe I'm from Georgia, too. He's from I Georgia. think that adds a prime, a way more amount. So, I thought everybody else knew all that stuff, too. But, yeah. What you know about Arthur Ashe? I mean, I know a little bit about him. Okay. I don't know. Oh, all right. No, just random. <laughs> oh, I thought you knew. Is he from North Carolina? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. What? <laughs> I thought you was really. <laughs> all right, man. Cool. You got any more bars? Anything else you want to drop? I mean, it's bars galore in here for, for sure. sure. I don't have none that I want to. Call out specifically, I guess. Quote on the back of the book was pretty good. It doesn't matter what's going on. Even the most dire situation, it's just another opportunity to boss up. Yeah, that definitely talks about how he ended the book. Just recognizing that even in the most like stressful and dire situation or something going on, you can still be at peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so what was your favorite chapter or section? Hey, he was talking about, and it was funny too. That's why I like it. He was talking about Kanye. Yeah, it's just like that was hilarious. All the stuff Kanye was doing. He was like, "We having a conversation." He started talking about Jeff Bezos. He's like talking about white supremacy and stuff. <laughs> I think that was my favorite section, just because he was being. How you real. feel about it though? If you Kanye, you think he you think he let Kanye read this first and no, it? He no. just put it out right. Yeah. All right, so knowing that, or we assuming that, yeah. how you feel about it if you can't, if you read that? In I don't book? care. That's the stuff that was in the media. Like, so, I, yeah, he right. I did it on purpose. Okay, not the on purpose stuff. I'm more so about like how how he's saying the conversation with. How would you? Or you don't care it's about that either. If it's factual, um, I feel like it's factual. So it happened in the conversation. Yeah, that's probably how it went. Unless, unless, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You calling it factual. I mean, unless he lying, then I would feel some type of way. Like, Rick, that's not how the conversation went. Okay. That's if Kanye even reads it, even hears of it. Like, if anybody in his camera. I'm sure you heard of this when it came out. I'm sure it was a little influx of tweets because this is, the, that is hands down the funniest part. Matter of fact, I, 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 I go stuff right. How you feel if you, uh, Rick Fox? He say that bad about Rick Fox. I mean, but did you know Rick Fox worked for Kanye? No, that shit was funny. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. I don't know if he really worked for Kanye. Exactly. You don't. So that's what I'm saying. If you Rick Fox, let's say you do. You really work for Kanye. Don't nobody know though, other than celebrities. Okay. That's Not the masses know. Sorry. All right. Cool. That mind. Cool. I mean, my thing is that this is Rick Ross's experience in life. You can't tell me I can't talk about my experience in life. You, I ain't gonna feel no type of way right, about it. Cool. Are you gonna feel some type of way? I don't. I could. I could definitely see a reason to. If I'm Rick Fox, don't know other than the celebrities that hang around mm-hmm. Kanye or the people dealing with. Don't nobody know. I, maybe this is a side hustle. I'm just yeah. getting a little extra bread from Kanye. Yeah. Why am I even working for Kanye? First of all, I don't have to. So am I just? Yeah. Maybe if I'm Rick Fox, what, whatever, whatever reason, everybody don't know. Only the select few of the people that come over yeah. and chip. 
Air, so it's a select network right now of people that know I work for Kanye. I do this type of stuff. I go and put, see this in the book, and he has no reason to bring me up. It has nothing to do with the conversation him and Kanye had. Nothing to do with the point. He just said, like, I thought it was weird. Rick Fox was working for me. Shit. The fuck? Hey, now, am honestly, I going to call Rick Ross and be like, yo, you should have left that out your book? Yada, yada. No, but am I going to feel some type of way? I could. I could definitely easily see I that. I think maybe we don't follow Rick Fox's life close enough. I'm pretty sure if he works for Kanye, it's somewhere out there and a lot of people know. That ain't the first. Rick Ross ain't the first person to be like, Rick Fox was relatively there. Like, I'm sure a bunch of people be like, hey, Rick Fox, we walk around with Kanye. He worked for him. Okay, I, if you sure of that, then cool. I'm, I, ain't, I mean, I ain't 100% sure, but I'm just more leaning towards we just don't know because we don't follow Rick Fox like that. Well, that's the point I'm making. You adding to my point is what I'm saying. Okay. We, the people that don't follow Rick Fox like that, of course, I'm not talking Rick Fox fans. Okay. The general public. Do not know that Rick Fox probably works for Kanye. I'm, I'm assuming that. And yeah, I think you are too. I'm, you assuming that he don't want people to know that. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm assuming if he did, it, it's like something he could tell is what I'm saying. I'm saying he could have put it on his social media and we have no idea because we don't follow him that closely. Okay, then that takes away from the question I'm asking. What takes away from it? If if this is a known thing that Rick Fox is yeah. a worker for Kanye, then yeah, that that takes yeah, that's, away from that's the what question. I'm saying. That could be possible. The question is still how you gonna feel about it if you Rick Fox. That's all I ask. If if he already done told people, he not gonna feel no type of way. But what I'm saying is that's just some assumption that you just added. Yes, as we're making the assumption that he didn't tell nobody, we're making that assumption as well. If you make either assumption, I think you're gonna feel a different way. Okay, with the that's assumption that. Everybody doesn't know this thing with the situation I just set yeah. up. How how would you feel? Same way? You don't care? Uh, if everybody didn't know, I may be like, he ain't had to put me in there because I ain't had no value. But yeah, I'm kind of like you. I wouldn't say nothing. So same, right, I cool. guess. <clears throat> All right. You got anything that relates in your life, like a story that relates in your life to this book? Well, my I ain't say my favorite chapter. Oh, my bad. My favorite chapter was actually chapter what was your favorite chapter chapter five don't waste your time i think that's where most of my quotes came from and stuff okay in chapter five i think he just did a really good job of let's see and if i go to page 73 all right All right, so he was talking about his, like, love for watches and stuff, but um, he said his love for watches is more so about time. He said the contents of his watch box may be worth millions, but time is truly priceless. It's the only thing in this world you can never get more of, regardless of how much paper you get. That means that how you choose to spend your time is the most important decision you will ever have to make. I don't waste my time. I rise and grind every day. Um, if you're somehow under the impression that what you do with your time doesn't directly determine your future, that's something you're going to have to figure out before you can successfully move forward with anything in life. So then just talking about regardless of your position, you got to be like a boss. So he was just saying again, how you need to 
even if you're not an entrepreneur, be the boss of your own life. Mm -hmm. So you need to do audits of your life. Like, how are you spending your time? So just saying the same stuff. Write down all the good things and stuff that you, not so great things. Your day job, your side hustle, everything you do in your life. Audit your whole entire life. Write it down. How you, the average way you spend your day. And then on the next sheet of paper or something, or next column list, write down how the perfect person you desire to be. The same old stuff from other books. Write down how that person spends their day, what they do, what they enjoy. This, this is the person that you want to be, the boss-up person you admire. Write all that down. Now you got a nice, clear audit of how you've been doing, if you've been doing well, if you've been doing bad, doing progress reports. So I just really like that chapter, just really eval- evaluating yourself consistently just to improve on the goals you set out for yourself, being your own boss. Like I, I thought that was the best like chapter. Yeah, absolutely. That was a very good chapter. I agree. That Kanye chatter was funny, though. No, hands down. I thought that was the funniest, for sure. Especially at the end. For sure, for sure. All right, is that something you could take away from this book and apply it to your life right now? See, look, for example, this nigga got in here. uh, He got quotes from Rick. We've only been here four days, and we're already running out of space, Rick Fox added. Like, he just... Yeah. All right. Is there? You said, "Do I have a story, Molly?" Uh, yeah. Or no. Would you ask? I asked you if there was something you could take away from this book and apply it to your life right now. Oh. Uh. Mm, I guess for sure the audit. Just to piggyback of what I was talking about, I definitely haven't done an audit of my life, so I definitely could take away the audit. Um, I could definitely take away. Uh, hustling my own way. So just making sure that, you know, when you do the audit, whatever you got and the strategic way you're aligning stuff, just making sure it aligns with whatever core stuff that you feel and in, in investing in your passions. What about you? Uh, my biggest takeaway is, I think it was like the last chapter about digging deeper. You could just always dig deeper. There's always more. And uh, just ma- it, he really hits on maximizing your potential. Being the best hustler you can be. If you're going to hustle, hustle. Hustle the best way you can. So um, I think that concept and just digging deeper and applying myself more daily um, really spoke to me. And I, I was I was very well pleased with how this was written, for sure. It was a very good book. Shade. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have a story in your life that relates? Uh, story in my life that relates. I I don't I can't think of one right now. Do you got one? Cause I mean I can I know I got one, but I I need um, a little bit. A story in my life that relates. Uh, sure. I guess. I think I've already told a football team story. So not that one. Um, I could say something about basketball. Tell a story, but no. Story time. Story time. Story time. Story in my life that relates. Story time. Story time. Oh, I guess I'll tell a story. Uh, maybe even what people might see on like Instagram or just in general when I go play basketball sometimes. So I, I usually go play basketball. I don't make it all the time, but for the most part, consistently, I'm going to go play basketball. I've since moved away from where I play basketball at, but it's still a priority to me. It's, a, it's something I'm passionate about. It's an easy way to work out. Whatever For whatever reason, I love basketball. So I still go play. But now I have to get up an hour earlier than I used to that was already early, 
and I got to do these things and make these sacrifices, be able to play basketball and do it out like what I want to do for it to fit in and still make time to do all the other stuff that I need to do. I think people will see it or hear it and just think that it's just super easy to do those things, even if I do them with like a good attitude or something when it's not, it's very difficult. It's extremely hard. It's just complaining about it and talking about it don't help. And you don't have to post like pretty much the story is just that like you only see a small percentage of the picture on social media of what people do and what people are going through or what they're accomplishing. And sometimes you don't see any of it. So just again, being your own boss and figuring out what you're passionate about and where you want to spend your most valuable resource, your time and stuff is is really big and you got to have that ambition that you can't pay for to follow through on it and, and do it when people aren't looking like you're going to be the measure of your own like success in those categories when you audit in your life that's that's good man hey i'd be proud of you for getting up and playing basketball i, I know it ain't it, easy dog i know it ain't easy feels stupid at times <clears throat> hey you enjoy it. it brings you joy it feeds you all right, so if I if I have to pick a story um, that relates, he talks a lot about like, um, or not a lot, but he just references about how some rappers know they they only gonna be rappers for a limited time. Like Jay Z knew he wasn't gonna be the best rapper for forever, so he started setting his life up um, for the next twenty years. And so I I really think that like <clears throat> I've been really trying to set my my life up for the next. 20 years like I've all right cool you had a cool 20 from 10 to 30 you know what I'm saying now what what's 30 to 50 gonna look like where are you gonna be who are you gonna be what what are gonna be your core values what's gonna be you know how you gonna set your life up what do you want to do how you gonna really like make the best of it and so I think um that's kind of the story of my life right now is just laying the foundation for that and he kept saying like Real hustlers know that, like, I ain't going to always be able to do this. So you got to set yourself up for the next 20 years. He talked about Kobe. He had 20 years in the NBA. And his first couple years out of the NBA looked like he was about to take off for the next 20 years. Um, so I want to I wanna be that same way for sure. Yeah, that's real. Yep. Got any, uh, I guess, last words of wisdom? Anything else you want to? Please go pick up this book for real. Go get this. It's pretty good. All right. This has been another Zen Trap Perspective. Uh, Go ahead, man. Go ahead. You got it. All right. If you don't do nothing while you're out there, just make sure you protect your peace. Protect your energy. I'm one of your two hosts, Zen P. Yogi LG. Zen Trap, we out. We out, baby.